0: Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. Listen, if you're anything like me, you actually just fast-forwarded through that entire intro. (laughs) I try to keep it short for you so you only have to push the 15-second forward button one time. Uh, But I know that when I listen to podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis, I usually fast-forward through that intro. And I want to actually repeat that for you today just in case you did fast-forward through it because it actually speaks to what I'm going to be talking about today. So this show is about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that can make a big impact on both. Today's topic is going to be all about change. Now I understand that change sucks. <laughs> it is it is uncomfortable and it is something that we often run away from. In fact, if you think about like a toddler who is old enough to know what's going on in his diaper, but young enough to not want to do anything really about it, like he's not yet potty trained, right? Um, you know, he's running around with the poopy diaper, and you decide that you need to change that for the sake of your nose and everyone else is around you. And so you actually say, Timmy, Let's change your diaper. Now, Timmy, he knows his butt's going to get red because he's got some stuff down there, and he knows that it's not good for him because it just doesn't feel right, but Timmy wants to play. Timmy wants to not be interrupted from what he's currently engaged in, so he will likely run away from you, right? Like, no, I don't want to do this. I want to play. I want to have fun. Even though that poopy diaper is uncomfortable, he would rather stay in that than to be interrupted. Now, I know that sounds like kind of a gross example, but it's so true as to what we do sometimes as well. Even if we are in crappy circumstances, literally, we get to that point where we'd rather stay there than to have to deal with the interruption that change is going to bring into our lives. Now, I've never told you this, although I know I've mentioned the name in my email address when asking you to communicate with me, but the name of my company is actually Cash In on Change. And the reason that we named it that is because even though most people run from change, I really know and believe, and I am one who likes to run from change too, by the way, uh, but I know intuitively that if I plan to ever move forward, then I need to embrace change. Not only accept that it's there, but embrace it. And when I learned how to do that, and my husband learned how to do that, especially when we were doing our debt-free journey, we realized that if we were willing to embrace change, that instead of running away from it, we actually were able to cash in on it. So it was my husband who named that. And uh, even though I don't think he listens to this podcast, if he ever does, he'll know that I gave him a solid shout out there. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the main topic for today is going to be the serenity prayer. If you've had an opportunity to listen to the pilot episode of this entire podcast, then you know that I actually studied substance abuse counseling, and that's where I started my career after grad school and absolutely loved the clientele. The office politics and some of the Bureaucratic stuff, I I didn't like that so much. But the clientele, I absolutely loved. And I was able to relate very well to a lot of the things that they were going through. And I very much enjoyed watching their transformations as they learned to accept things that they couldn't change and embrace the things that they could. And if you have any experience with the recovery community, especially in the 12 step world, you'll know that the Serenity Prayer is something that almost serves as a mantra to the people who are going through the recovery process. And even though I am no longer in that actual arena, that prayer has remained near and dear to my heart and I use it almost as a mantra in my own life. Now, I wish I was prepared enough to actually have in front of me what the entire prayer actually says. However, I'm not, (laughs) so I apologize. I come at this, again, just with no notes in front of me and just shooting from the heart. But I do know that the serenity prayer is actually a little bit longer than the portion that I know they say as a mantra. And I'm only gonna use the shortened version today. Uh, But if you're not familiar with this prayer, it is very simple, there's three components to it. It basically says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. The courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So, what I hope to do today without going on too many tangents is to break that up and compare it to what I was talking about in the beginning with your money and your circumstances. So, bear with me as we go through this. That first part says, Grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. Serenity is just another word for peace. And the things that I cannot change oftentimes can be referred to as our circumstances. So allow me to be at peace with my circumstances. Now here's where I fear it might go on a tangent, but I do want to throw this little bit in there. I talk about our circumstances as something we can have an impact on, and I really do believe that we can. I also believe that today's choices oftentimes become tomorrow's circumstances. So we do have some power over what happens to us. But there are things that just happen to us. I think there is such thing as being at the wrong place at the wrong time. Bad things happening to good people and things that are just, quite frankly, out of our control. So that first line is asking that we be granted serenity or peace around those circumstances that we have zero control over. The second line says the courage to change the things that we can. This very prayer recognizes the fact that it takes courage to change. It's not easy. We'd rather stay in that uncomfortable situation because we're comfortable in it. I know it sounds counterintuitive but that poopy diaper it's ours right like we figured it out and yeah it's uncomfortable but we we at least know what to expect so why would we want to change that right now why would we want to bring on something that is going to bring all of this unexpectation with it so it takes courage to change the things that we can and this last bit this last bit is probably the most overlooked piece of this prayer and yet The absolute most important part. The wisdom to know the difference. The wisdom to know the difference between what? Well, it's between the things we can change and the things we can't change. As I mentioned before, yes, things happen to us that we have zero control over. But how often do we say that we have no control over something that we really do have control of? And I'm just as guilty of this than anybody else. For those of you who know me, know that I am not a thin person. And I was born with a different body type, and I would look really sick if I actually got down to a specific weight that I'm supposed to be at. So I could just say, these are my circumstances. I was dealt these genes. This is, this is who I am. I have no control over that. Well, that's a bunch of hogwash because because if I was eating the right stuff all the time and I was exercising as often as I know I should for my body, not for a weight, but just to be healthy, then I would probably be a lot less fluffy than I am now. But it's so much easier just to say, well, this is the hand that I was dealt Or what about the time that I I will use the words, we found ourselves in $92,000 of debt. And then I told you that, no, that's not true at all. We actually walked into that. We spent our way into $92,000 of debt. We found ways to create less than desirable circumstances for ourselves. As I mentioned in one of the beginning episodes, there were things that were beyond our control. But not everything was. And we needed to just continually pray for wisdom to recognize the difference And then act on that. I was talking to a friend the other day and she was telling me that a relative of hers was used to living a very comfortable lifestyle. He and his wife each earned a six-figure income. I won't give exact numbers, but let's just say that combined they made $200,000. If you think that sounds pretty comfortable, you would be right. They lived quite comfortably. Almost too comfortably, actually, because they were spending more than what they were actually bringing in. It was a lifestyle that they could maintain for a while, but then an uncontrollable circumstance happened and she was no longer able to work. That essentially cut their income in half. Now some of you might be saying, "Well, $100,000 is still a pretty fair wage to live on. That should be no problem." Well, that that's true, but if you're used to living on 200 or more, living on 100 is a pretty big change. I do want to plug this example into the serenity prayer. But first, I want to just suggest that sometimes we need to ask for that wisdom first. <laughs> before, I mean, I know it comes third in the prayer. You know, we do the serenity and then the courage and then the wisdom. But if we're going to identify the things that we can and can't change, we kind of need to have that wisdom to know the difference before we plug things into those places. So in the example I just gave you, that family had zero control over the circumstances that led her to not be able to work. At least not be able to work in that capacity that she was used to. But that clarifier right there is enough to say that there is something she does have control over. Perhaps she finds a different way to earn income. It's going to require a mindset shift, absolutely. But it doesn't mean that there can't be something that she has control over. They also have control over how they live what their lifestyle is going to be. They can still live very well on $100,000 if she doesn't get another job or another source of income, but they're going to have to adjust some of the things that they're doing. And that, my friends, is where that need for courage comes into play, right? So plugging that example in might look a little bit like this. God, grant me the wisdom to know the difference between the things that I have control over and the things that I don't have control over. And now, grant me the serenity to accept those circumstances that happened to me. And give me the courage to change so that those circumstances don't define me. Help me accept that car accident that left me unable to do the job that I was so used to doing. Grant me peace with that. Help me to see that maybe that was my cue to slow down. But grant me courage to change the things that I can. Give me the courage to cut down my lifestyle. The courage to invest in myself rather than investing in things. The courage and self-discipline to make a plan and stick to it. The courage to embrace change rather than run from it. Whether you're struggling with addictions, relationship problems, money problems, weight problems, really any kind of problem, I encourage you to at least look at this prayer. And if the word prayer scares you, call it a mantra. But whatever you call it, I encourage you to write it down and let it serve as a reminder to you on a regular basis that there are some things that you're not going to be able to change. And you can either be resentful about that or you can be at peace with that. And there are some things that you are absolutely able to change, but it takes courage to do so. And the wisdom part Just remember that sometimes God gives us wisdom through other people. It's okay to seek counsel, whether that's from a friend, a pastor, a coach, an accountability partner, a spouse. It's okay to let somebody else help you work through whatever it is you're going through and help you identify the things that you can change versus the things that you have zero control over. I very much appreciate you listening today, and I'm loving all of the comments and feedback that I'm receiving about this podcast, guys. Contrary to what my husband might tell you, I really don't just like listening to myself talk. So knowing that there are people out there who are gaining value from these, really, it's what keeps me going. So thank you very, very much for all of that. If you haven't yet left a star rating or review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, I would love if you could do that. It's those ratings and reviews that help me to know whether or not you are resonating with the message that I'm bringing to you. I hope you go out and make today a beautiful day, guys. Thanks for listening.